The following conversation originally aired on The Point on KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Airing weekdays at 9 a.m., The Point is a half-hour, locally produced show focusing on people and events in Central Oregon. My name is Amy, and today I am honored to be able to interview my dear friend, James G. I'm so excited to talk to him today about music, his passion for music, and the effects that music has played on his life. Thank you so much for being here, James. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Um, I'm honored and humbled to be here, and hopefully we can pass some good words out there to everyone that involved in our local and regional music scene and mm-hmm. local local live music that's kind of that's how we met that's how we became friends yeah we met at a punk gig if i recall i think it was we met at the roof rabbits during i think it was fall fest Oh, okay. It was back when they used to have the locals only stage at fall fest uh uh-huh, must have okay. been 2018 yeah, I think yeah, it, was it, was, it was 2018. It was a while ago. We have gone to lots of punk shows, for sure. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my memory fails me, I guess, sometimes. But, mm-hmm. you know, music helps. I When I get to my stage 7 dementia, I have no idea what they're going to be doing as far as playing the old music, but mm-hmm. I'd rather hear the Cronkmen and the newer you know, other more current mm-hmm. music. And mm-hmm. Might be a problem for them, but so, I just get amused. So James, let's let's dive into that a little bit. Let's unpack that. You just mentioned dementia. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, symptoms of stage two and stage three dementia at this point. Mm-hmm. I had my last drink back on August 21st. My mind is more clear, but so far at this point, my dementia has not really improved. Mm-hmm. How long ago were you diagnosed with dementia? I was diagnosed about a year and a half ago. And then they also diagnosed me with um mild to moderate neocognitive decline and you know all all that stuff is very real yeah you know when you're living through it but you know i've got my music family here our music tribe and Mm -hmm. they have been totally and completely awesome yeah state of oregon took my driver's license back and first part of July and you know and there's a lot of people that have just been really helpful in getting me a ride to a live music gig or mm-hmm. you know Amy brought me down here to the station yeah you know for this interview and I'm so glad to have you here you know so I mean that's my family right there right well we all know how meaningful music is to you in your life because we feel the same way, you know, and I think during the pandemic, it really came to light how important live music is in our personal lives and our psychological well-being, our spiritual well-being and in our community and the way that we connect with each other and our close 
um, tight-knit relationships that we have that kind of stemmed from music. And it was one of those things that I know for me, I sort of took it for granted. And then when it was all of a sudden gone, there was this like hole in my heart. There was something missing. And I know that it that feeling was shared throughout the community. And I know especially with you. Oh, oh yeah. I, re- I remember um, March of 2020, right around March 15th, that's when um, due to the... COVID, you know, everything abruptly shut down, mm-hmm. and some people were, you know, very productive through all that, but that was not the case with me. I started drinking way too much, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I did have bands that would request, you know, a certain video from my archive, so I spent time doing that, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just basically... You know, wasted a few months there until mm-hmm. things started, you know, slowly opening back yeah. up. And well, and I think that really speaks to how crucial the local music scene can be to our mental health. I know you experienced a lot of depression during the pandemic, as so many of us did, that isolating loneliness that we feel when we can't be around our community and our support system. And music kind of brings us together in such a profound way. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, the pandemic, I mean, it affected everyone. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. You know, it affected all of us mm-hmm. in some way or another and yeah and you know the everlasting scars are still here right right but you know thankfully you know our live music has come back like an avalanche oh i know it has come it's back just, in full force yeah it's just all that pent mm-hmm. up people wanting mm-hmm. to You know, get out and see live music. I think a lot of us didn't realize how important it was until it was gone. And now that it's coming back, we have a whole new appreciation for our local musicians and our local sound guys and everyone who makes it possible for us to gather in this way. Yeah, that's for sure. I know I will never ever take anything for granted ever again maybe i tended to do that before but not anymore. not now yeah yeah you know you just hold on and embrace your closest friends and mm-hmm. go out and enjoy what yeah. it is that you you know yeah. like doing well i want to say how proud i am and happy that you were able to quit drinking i know during the pandemic when you were experiencing a lot of depression that you turned to alcohol and getting that diagnosis of dementia was a huge blow losing your driver's license and i i think it's really beautiful the way the community of support has embraced you and surrounded you and we make sure to get you to and from live music shows and it's been over 30 days since you've had a drink and i'm so proud of you oh thank you yeah. thank you well this one's for keeps this time I, good 
okay. went through way too much with the withdrawal and DTs mm-hmm. and, you know, just that whole process mm-hmm. of, I guess, the alcohol flushing out of your system, you know, you yeah. got the hot and cold sweats and well and i'm sure don't wish it on anybody but i'm sure many of our listeners can relate and identify to that experience i know alcoholism is a serious problem in our community and in our country and our world and a lot of people go through that let's talk a little bit about how music plays a role in your cognitive processing and your memory and do you feel like that helps at all in your day-to-day life well music for me um you know it's been like an escape mechanism if you will i Hmm. back in january of 2014 i lost my wife of 27 years due Hmm. to pneumonia i'm so sorry and then um you know, and I've still never processed all that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of grief. You know, it's That's just, you know, something I need to walk through. But, you know, music has been, you know, the best medicine, you know, the best therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love a wide range of different genres and styles. And I know there's a term that you coined that I absolutely love and it really resonates with me. It's the sonic therapy. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That's something you say to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. And Amy and I were both testament to that. Yep, yep. (laughs) I mean, we both have insanely busy lives, but... You know, when the music comes along and mm-hmm. we go to a gig together, hey, everything else is out the window. Yeah. Got it's a couple a- hours or a few hours there where, you know, you're not thinking about anything yeah. except for what you're experiencing mm-hmm. there and at that particular live music gig. Yeah. And we've gone to some shows that are full body experiences, right? When that. Um, loud, the loud, amplified, heavy metal or punk rock music reverberates through your body and into your cells. And it is, it's sonic therapy. It's a great... Oh, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> but, you know, for... I mean, I even talk to people in their 40s and they say, well, that ship sailed out when I was in my 20s and I just get amused and I tell people, well, my punk metal ship's not going to sail out until the day after my funeral. Yep, because you know it'll be at your funeral. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, live music and those friendships resulting from live music, Mm -hmm. they're absolutely priceless. Absolutely. Yeah, I've gotten to know all the bands and musicians Mm -hmm. here and yeah. You know, the different fans and friendships and yeah. quite the tribe we yeah. have here. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of reciprocity in your relationship to the local music scene because you help them so much with your videos. Talk a little bit about what you do for these bands. Well, my thing is I'm the... I'm just the old guy in the corner that, you know, shoots videos, and I try to be inconspicuous about it, but it doesn't always work that way. And But, you know, the 
way I position my camera, I can shoot the video and experience the live music aspect of it at mm -hmm. the same time. And mm -hmm. I just get a joy out of doing that and then watching the different bands and musicians, you know, as to what they do with my videos. And yeah, some of my videos have taken on quite a life of their own in yeah. ways I never expected. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and then that way... And then you get bands requesting that you come to their shows and shoot videos, or bands contacting you and requesting the videos, and they want to use them on their websites and in their social media and all of that stuff. Every band, they like to share those videos in different ways. And, and how often do you go back and review a video that you made from years back and then relive those moments and those memories, those connections that you made the night that you made the video? Do you feel like it helps you having those videos and listening to those songs over again? Do you feel like it helps you remember experiences? Yeah, my my memory, my current memory is basically shot, but yet at the same time, most of the time I can remember which particular songs of a particular band that I've already recorded or as they bring out new material, then, you know, of course I strive to get the new material. But, you know, it's just a matter of staying and being focused on that. Yeah. Sometimes I get sidetracked. But of that's course. A, yeah, it's hard when you're surrounded by friends and everyone wants to hug you and everyone wants to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I love every minute of it. Me too. Can we talk a little bit about how your love and passion for music started? How old were you when you first fell in love with music and well, I got a little backstory here. <laughs> it was uh, 1965. We're living at at our farm here in Bend, and Mom and Dad wanted some Ono Canono private time, so they dropped me off at the Redmond VFW Hall. How old were you? I was 11 years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that particular evening... I got to see the Sonics and the Whalers out wow. of the Seattle-Tacoma area. Wow. Mom and Dad had no idea what how big of a favor that was. So are there other bands or shows that you went to in your early years that played a big impact on, on your life? Well, uh, another particular <laughs> gig in Portland, I was 13 years old and... I was going to junior high in Portland. Two other kids and I, we were like the pesky little brother. So <laughs> another kid that was old enough to drive, he dumped us off downtown. So we walked to the Crystal Ballroom. And so we snuck in. It was a $1.50 cover charge, about 150 people there. And so us three little bunions got to see the Grateful Dead and Jimi Hendrix experience. Oh, my God. Before they were 
you know, really well known. Wow, that's incredible. So that was another yeah. transitional factor. <laughs> right, life-changing experience. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh, I'm sure. I can't even imagine. So I've just wow. never let go of all that, but I'm still, I'm loving it here in 2022 mm-hmm. and hearing a lot of brand new, fresh material and don't really have the time to pine about the 60s and 70s, you know, they're gone. It's gone. Right. You were there, you lived it, you experienced it, it changed you, and you're still at it. You're still being changed by music and experiencing new stuff, and I think that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But, you know, I'm... We'll never be the, quote, rock dad telling kids, well, the music was better back in my day. <laughs> right. That's one of the things I love about you is you the, appreciate the music coming out now. Yeah. The genres that most people my age complain about that you never hear, mm-hmm. there are very talented young mm-hmm. bands out there that are doing that kind and type of genre. Absolutely. And we're so lucky here in Bend to have such a great combination of local musicians here creating music that we get to hear and see all the time. And then out-of-town acts that are being brought here all the time, too, of other creatives that are super talented. I'm always scouring tour schedules. Uh, Yeah, I hear about a lot of shows from you. It's great. I put the bug in the right person's ear here, and sometimes we're successful in getting that band here, like if they have a one- or two-day gap. Yeah. Try to get them to come up Highway 97 instead of I-5. And, and, you know, a lot of those bands that I've shot video for, I still stay in touch with them. And, you know, I don't get to see them in person that much because most of them nowadays, they're touring relentlessly. Yeah, since since the pandemic's lifted and people are back on the roads and bands are getting gigs again. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it's just all yeah. pent up and like people can't get enough, you know. They, yeah. That's how I see it anyways. Yeah. Like I said before, it's just like an avalanche. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about the music sets that you do when you get to do live DJ sets in the community and oh. where that stems from. Yeah, I do from time to time. I do a reggae dub DJing set. And then those rare, maybe three or four times a year, I can, you know, if it's for a couple hours or so, I can just freewheel it and usually start out with uh, 64, 66 garage rock ballads, you Mm -hmm. know, the love songs, the slow burners. yeah. Then I just kind of let the momentum build from there. And then by the last hour, you know, I'm just ripping up the airwaves. Yeah, it's really neat. I've been privileged enough to experience a in-my-living-room DJ set from (laughs) James, which is, uh, I don't even have words for it. It's so informative, and it's a journey, and it's a history lesson. It's just such a cool experience. You know, whether I'm DJing an audience of one or Mm -hmm. a couple hundred people or whatever, it's 
all still the same amount of fun. Well, it just seems like whenever you're talking about music and musicians and songs and bands and history, it's like from an outside perspective, you would never guess that you have dementia and that you're dealing with any kind of cognitive problems. Because when you're talking about music, there's this light in your eyes and you're very clear and concise and you really know your stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's true. <laughs> Memorial Coliseum. I don't know what they call that. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. I've been lucky and fortunate. Well, we are all lucky and fortunate to have you here in Bend and in our local music scene and in our hearts. I'm so glad you came in today for this interview. Thank you. I am too. Yeah. Thank you. I can't wait to go to more shows with you. Oh, I know. (laughs) We got some good stuff coming up this weekend. Yeah, I know. So get out there, enjoy some live music, go get some sonic therapy, take care of your mental health, and connect with your community. Yes, and onward we go. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, please visit kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.